South Africa. Acknowledge me. Teresa Kanzi. Teresa Kanzi. The views expressed on this podcast do not It's time to engage in the airstrike. The Teresa Kanzi airstrike. Welcome to the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike podcasting from Cape Town, South Africa, the most beautiful city in the country. And straight into episode 63. Here's what's coming your way. I'll take you through what has piqued my interest in the past week, such as Stealthing and Spotify. I'll drop music from Britney Kanzi. And I'll pizzo musimon about speaking broken English. Some people call it English. Remember, the airstrike is available on Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So please, Diagzela, subscribe. Right now, I kick off the show with Your Elders Were Dirty. And this week, we're checking out this song. Hush, don't say a word, just come on me, my baby. Johnny Gill, A Quiet Time to Play, released in 1993. This is the dirty song your elders used to listen to. Ya bona kele, hingo makatata ako, ngezango makatata ako, keezi, ezi mtaka, 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 mtaka. Without wasting any time, let me get into the lyrics. Verse 1. Hush, don't say a word. Just come on in, my baby. Your body language explains it all. Girl, you need love. It's been a hard day for you and me, but now we're free. Enjoy a summer's evening. Verse 2. Hush, grab a special hold that says I love you. Yeah, I'll rub it on you, girl, and you can rub it all over me. I love that part. No phone, no TV, no company. It's just you and me in our own world of ecstasy ooh chorus now the work is over let the tension fade now it's a quiet time for loving babe let me hold you near me i ain't too proud to beg cause it's our quiet time for loving yeah yeah 
on the face of this song, it sounds as if a conix emtakangalengom. But if you put on your binoculars and look closely into the song, uzobona man ba a konitemtaka up. Ikona i filth apagulengom. This song is about the T, the TSI, the sexual intercourse. It is in verse 1, it is in verse 2, it is in verse 3. And kemnake, desaiveza. I will expose it. Let me start with verse 1. Ku verse 1. Ku tetwang a long day up. He had a long day. She had a long day. Di tetanga bazali ba koke by the way. Okay? Talking about your elders. Utata ko here is spotting a body language yaka mama ko. Uti it explains it all. Girl, you need love. What is he talking about? Is he talking about giving her a hug or a kiss on the cheek or a kiss on the forehead? Absolutely not. Mm-mm. That's not the love he's talking about. Now go verse 2. Ikona i feels pa and I'm going to expose it. I'll bring it to light. Listen. Utatako uti grab a special hold that says I love you. Yeah. What is that special hold? Is it a hug? It can't be a hug. Subatom it's not a hug. La special hold a your hug. How can a hug say I love you? A hug does not say I love you. A hug is just a hug. A hug means you're welcome. A hug means I missed you, not I love you. I tell you only hug. I'll rub it on you girl and you can rub it all over me. I love that part. Do you rub a hug all over someone? No you don't. You don't do that. You don't rub people with a hug. So what is this thing that he is rubbing on her and she can rub on him too but all over his body? Indon, what is it? Is it a hug? It's not a hug. Is it a kiss? Mm, it could be a kiss. But let's look a little further and maybe we will find our answers in this line. Kayesi tutatako no phone, no TV, no company. It's just you and me in our own world of ecstasy. Ooh. What is their own world of ecstasy? Did they take the drug ecstasy in order to be in that world? Hell no. They didn't. So ivela pilento ba babekwi world of ecstasy. Le that only has the two of them in it. What is it? Tsaqelela ngoku. But first in Tufunia Pagi chorus. Tukbonisa na kwi chorus there's the manyalas in the chorus. Utatako uti. Now it's a quiet time for loving. Let me hold you near me. Okay? Cuz it's our quiet time for loving. What is a quiet time for loving? I have pointed out verse 1 verse 2 kunye ne chorus ukuba ine manyalas. What are the manyalas that I am referring to? Mandikalengala rub it on you and you rub it all over me. Of course, if four five yake is erect, hmm? because he wants to release the tension after having a long day. If four five yake is erect and he wants to rub it to umamako, and now your umamako in return, what is she going to rub all over his body? It is the kumeme. Eh, work tetwa ke oral sex kepa. She's gonna rub it all over his body. Mm-mm. Oral sex was happening way, 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 way back in the days. 
back in 1993, oral sex did not start with us, the young ones. Eh, 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 Kudala ya 1993, the oral sex was there. They are rubbing each other's genitals all over each other. Utatako ati ati, I love that part. So, la world of ecstasy, yenzi wa indoni, yenzi wa itzi, the sexual intercourse, the manyalas. That is why it is only the two of them who are in this world of ecstasy. Because if a China inita inanga in order to get into the world of ecstasy, and the admission to this world of ecstasy is only two people, that's the maximum capacity. Unless ke bafunu invite omnya umtu bamenisri sampata. Let me not add things that are not there in the song. It's only two people in this world of ecstasy. The song was never about two people seeing each other in the house and hugging each other after a long day and being happy to see each other because they missed each other. The song is not about that. The song is about the manyalas. Both elders could not wait to get home and do the manyalas, release the tension. How do they release the tension? They release the tension by having the manyalas. The T, the sexual intercourse, TSI. She's advocating cryptocurrency. Her name is Brittany Kanzi. The song is called I'm a Slay Queen. They do it overtly nowadays. They don't hide it. They are out there for the bag. And you know what? Good for them. Alright? Do what makes you happy, girl. I've got no business in what you do with your JJ. Now I move on to what has piqued my interest in the past week. And I start off with friends with benefits. Here's what went down. A 39-year-old woman from Germany got a six-month suspended sentence after she was found guilty of stealthing. Yeah? She was in a FWBA, that is Friends with Benefits Agreement. Yeah, that's something I made up right now. With a 42-year-old man and ended up catching feelings as they always do, these creatures. (laughs) Now, afraid of losing the guy, she decided to poke holes in his condoms. She told the guy that she's pregnant. After doing so, she confessed to her crime. So the guy opened the case and it went to court and now she's in prison. You see now, 
As a guy, you need to be very, very careful when you get yourself into a FWBA because there's a highly likely chance that the creature will catch feelings. And when the creature catches feelings, of course the creature is going to confess that she has caught feelings for you. Here's what you need to do as a guy to make sure that you don't get the creature pregnant. I will give you essential tools to have before having sex. The first tool you need to have is a magnifying glass with LED lights. The reason for this is to search for holes in the condom. From the bottom right to the tip of the condom. Do not miss any spot. You look for holes in that condom with a magnifying glass. The other thing to have is a blow dryer. The reason why you should have a blow dryer before you have sex is you need to feel air coming out of the condom. Here's what you do. You put the condom on the blow dryer the same way you put on a condom on your dryer that's about to be blowed. Right? And then you switch on the blow dryer. Do not switch on the blow dryer in a very intense way uh, which might burst the condom. No, 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 no. Just enough to see Ukuba the condom is getting filled with air. And then once the condom is getting filled with air, you feel around the condom for any, any, any air pressure coming out of the condom. But you need to have your hands wet in order to feel the air hitting your hand. So this is why a blow dryer is very essential. Another thing that is very essential to have before having sex is a bottle of water. With the bottle of water, you're going to do the same thing you did with the blow dryer. You are going to put on the condom on the tip of the bottle and then pour water into the condom. Just enough water to fill up the condom. And the reason you're doing this is to search for any leakages from the condom. You need to be safe here. Now, I don't know how you are going to find the time to squeeze these essential steps before you do the sexual intercourse that see. I think maybe you can do this before oral sex or maybe after oral sex. I don't know how you're going to do it, but it is necessary for a guy who is in a FWBA to follow the steps that I've just given you. Moving right along to something that also has to do with meat. Because, I mean, you apply a condom on your meat and, uh, yeah, this has to do with meat too, but not that kind of meat. I'm talking about beef patties. I just want to express something about burgers and how I now understand why I stopped eating McDonald's burgers. Apparently, there are four types of burgers, namely ground patty burgers. So, these ground patties have a minimum total meat content of 99.6%. So that's proper meat on the patty. Nothing added. Nothing. Just pure beef. The next one is a regular beef patty. And this one contains at least 70% of meat 
with no other ingredients added to it except for cereals or starch, vinegar, spices and herbs and also food additives or water. The next one is a value beef patty. These ones have a minimum of 55% meat but still requires a meat equivalent to boost it up to 60%. The last one, the last one and I feel that this is the one a lot of people have been consuming for a lot of years. It is the economy beef patty. These ones have a meat requirement of 35%. The rest of it can be filled with other foodstuffs. That's where the McDonald's burger comes in. The last time I ate a McDonald's burger was back in 2013. That's when I realized, no man, mm-mm. the enzymes in my taste buds, the one you'll find in your tongue, sent a message to my brain that said, there is nothing beefy about what you're eating right now. You need to re-evaluate what you put into your mouth. When you compare a McDonald's beef patty to a Steers or Spurs beef patty, you'd notice that there's a huge difference. The ones from Spur or Steers, you are tasting real beef here. And then the one from McD's, you're like, you can't manage it, you off up. And he has by him, but you can't do off. Ingati, o tasting nyama nyama nyama. O yasma le du tastayo. Ka uya katwa. And the reason why u katwa is because there's a lot of additives in a McDonald's beef patty. Unlike the others, where you are tasting real beef patty. That's when I stopped. I was like, mm mm, mm mm, mm mm, My taste buds know what quality is. This right here from McD's is not quality beef patty. Now I understand, Uguba. It is economy beef patties that are served at McDonald's. Uguba gufakwendo nipa and yas, but it is 35% beef. The rest, 65%, I do not know what the hell is going on, pa. You could be eating beef that was created in a lab. Because you, you do know that in our days, they also do create beef straight from the lab. Billions and billions of dollars are being pumped into companies that create beef straight from the lab. No animal is used, nothing. It's beef straight from the lab. So now I've stayed away from McDonald's beef patties for a very long time. It's going to be 10 years next year. And I'm never going back. Yeah, I do order at McDonald's. But when I'm there, the only things that I order is the cappuccino and fold over and also their fries. That's it. I do not touch anything that has to do with beef patties at McDonald's. The last thing that has caught my eye in the past week is Spotify is currently testing a new feature where it asks some of its users to record an audio reaction to the song they are currently listening to. So I thought, hell, why don't I give it a try? And I feel like this is how it's going to sound. So sweet, bruh. 
What did we do to deserve this? Oh, oh Lord. Oh, Tip. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Charles Dawkins, legend, bruh. Oh, this is great. Hey. Ha. Get out of here, Sayo. Man. Oh, this is so sweet, bruh. Soulful. Shit, bruh. Ay. Oh. Fuck. Listen to the bass line, bruh. No, my faith Are you about to host a party at a club, chisanyama, or restaurant, and you want to DJ with mad skills? Well, book Tulisa Kanzi for a lit DJ performance and hear something like this. Tulisa.kanzi at gmail.com and let's get the party started. All hail for the Lord Commander of Complaints. Now the North Africans they are always bullying everybody. Always. They bully referees, they bully everybody. They don't want to lose. They are gonna lose tonight. We beat them fair and square. Do we want to justify how many times Kerchis win with the with the referee's mistake? The Baroka players disrespected Madisha, which was not good. And most especially is the players who are on the bench who are sitting there. They're disrespecting somebody who's playing whilst they are sitting in the cold there in the stands. So what are you beats almost moaning about? A video of Keza Chiefs defender Ungezana mispronouncing the word philosophy resurfaced after he once again had a terrible game in a midweek fixture. On the surface, this was clearly football banter, but it goes beyond that. I frown upon my fellow black people who laugh at others when they mispronounce English names. We subconsciously put the English language and English people on a pedestal. From pre-primary school right up to tertiary, we are taught in English. 
we then get into the work environment and engage in English. So we therefore think highly of the English language and the English culture plus English people. Whereas in these people do not give a damn about mispronouncing our names. They don't care. They do not make an effort. Not only our names as black people, but worldwide. They don't care how they pronounce Spanish names, Italian names, Congolese names, Nigerian names, Japanese names, Chinese names. They don't care. Because the world is designed for them to not give a damn about other people's names and cultures. So why should we? I too at some point was guilty of doing the same thing, laughing at people who speak broken English. I used to do this when I was a teenager, until I grew up and realized that no man, the world is fucked up. We are out here, twisting our tongues, trying to speak in a posh English accent, to assimilate into the English culture and English language in order to be accepted by those who speak the language fluently and perfectly. And in that process, I found myself losing my Africanicity, losing Isikosasam, because I am prioritizing the English language. That's when I stopped. Now, I feel like we as black people need to do a lot of soul searching, but we are not ready for that. The collective black psychology is not ready to face this problem we have been faced with for a very long time. And we need to teach ourselves, starting from young kids, kids as young as 10 years old, to teach them that, look, if another person isn't fluent in speaking English, it doesn't mean they are dumb and uneducated. Because English is not even their first language. Added to that, we also need to teach ourselves that, look, English is one of the most unoriginal languages on this planet. It is made up of other people's languages and therefore it is not authentic like your own home language, which might be Isikosa, Swanandebele, Isuzulu, etc., etc. Such languages are very indigenous. And in the pecking order of indigenous languages, authentic speech, English does not even make it to the top 10 pecking order. It is high time that we black people realize this. It is high time that we black people stop laughing at people like Ungezana for mispronouncing English names. It is high time that we stop making great efforts, trying to speak English fluently because the English do not give a damn. I know I am speaking in English right now and the reason for this is because I am already indoctrinated. But by being indoctrinated, it does not mean I must not be consciously aware of what's going on. Let people like Ongezana and everybody else who mispronounces English words, let them be. because English is not their first language, it is also not your first language. With that being said, that brings me to the end of episode 63 of the Tulisa Kanze Airstrike. Thank you very much for tuning in. Let's do this again next week for episode 64. Remember, whatever you do, never ever lose the child in you. 
Adios, amigos, en Bonita Damas. Can, can, can the airstrike.